Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melonade. I, oh boy, I know, I know, it's been a while. At this point, just sue me. I don't know what to say. Like, (laughs) I'm living life. I'm doing the podcast when I can, you know, barring any technical issues, barring any, you know, mental fatigue. It just kind of is what it is at this point. Like, I just... (laughs) That's all I have to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, man, I in fact I just wanted to give a little update about like, you know, what's been going on and of course sprinkle some of my two cents around a, a couple of topics. Um, man, when was the last time that I updated? I feel like it was midway through January, so it's been about a month now. I am oh boy, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, anywho, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. I'm going to just stop making promises and just do what I am capable of doing, what I'm able to do, what I feel like doing. And I felt like getting on here and picking back up where I left off. I do tend to like feel a little defeated if I do start having technical issues. I get frustrated. I'm not tech savvy. So if I'm trying to troubleshoot it, if I can't get it right away, I tend to just kind of put it to the side. I will say that. So things are okay now. Excuse me. Things are um, running smoothly again. So we're back at it. Uh, Let's see. So I turned 35 (laughs) over the last few weeks. My birthday was on January 27th. I... Uh, do not feel 35, whatever 35 is supposed to feel like. I feel like I haven't felt differently as far as age is concerned since I turned like maybe 25. So I feel like I've been in this limbo for the last 10 years and I can't believe that I can say 10 years ago I was 25. Like that just sounds insane to me. (laughs) But um, every year, if I can, as long as I can remember, I always take like a week or so off just to either go somewhere or just have the time off like on or around my birthday. So this year I had time off from January 25th through February, mm, I want to say like through the third or something like that. So Um, and it was, it was really good time off. I really enjoyed my time off. Um, I didn't go anywhere crazy, but, um, on the 25th though, Blue and I, we went to Disneyland for Sweethearts Night. And I think I mentioned it probably last year because we planned to go last year and the plans fell through because he had like another scheduling conflict but this year I was like holding him to the fire I was like nope we are going we got the tickets like in December 
And I'm like, look, this is perfect timing. It's like the start of my vacation. It's right around my birthday. It'll be super cute. It's the first week of the event and it won't be that crowded. Like it's just going to be amazing. So we actually made it (laughs) and it was really, really fun. I think it's worthwhile if you don't know what it is like basically throughout the year Disneyland has these after dark events so January February time they have like a Valentine's Day themed one and I think throughout the year they have um I think they have like a Disney Channel night I think they do one for Star Wars and Obviously, I think they do one for Halloween and just a a few others are probably always adding them. But what it is, is um, you purchase a ticket that is for special park hours. And those hours are usually from about 9 p.m. to 1 or 2 a.m. So it's just like a, a small little block of time. But if you don't hold a ticket for this event, then between 8 and 9, they start ushering you out. You have to leave the park early. So If you just came for the day and you didn't know this event was happening, sure enough, somebody's going to start tapping you on the shoulder starting at 8 o'clock, checking your wristband, checking your tickets, checking to see if you have like the little lanyard with the badge that they give you. Um, And if you don't, you have to leave. And it's not like you can just buy a ticket to stay. This is something that gets sold out really, really quickly. So it's a limited amount of tickets which is awesome because that means that there's fewer people in the park now um the valentine's day themed one is just like it sounds it's for sweethearts sweethearts night and you get late night access to the park you get to ride the rides they have special treats and drinks that you can purchase um they roll out like special couple characters the ones you typically see like aladdin and jasmine and of course minnie and mickey cinderella prince charming all the classics but then they'll have like a couple of extra ones you don't really see like I think like maybe Tarzan and Jane um I think they have like those two cute little rats from the rescuers um it I I don't know if you know if you're familiar with that but then they'll have like Stitch and like I don't know what her name is Pink Stitch (laughs) but uh just some of the characters you don't see normally so they'll bring them out they have photo ops if you want if you're into that kind of a thing souvenirs they give you a cute cute pink little lanyard um with a little heart card thing on it that just says you know sweethearts night 2024 and you know they're playing all this great like pop music and all the romantic music there's projecting hearts everywhere and it's just like a good time it's a really good time I think the best part though is that the wait for the rides is minimal like most of the rides we got on we walked right on and it's funny because you don't realize just how far you go from like entering the ride line to the actual ride like when it's a normal day you're like moving a few paces at a time you're in line for like an hour and it like gradually gets you closer and closer but if you just walk in and no one's in front of you and you're literally walking all the way to the front where you hop on the ride it is a long walk actually and I'm like oh my god I kind of wish there was a few people to wait behind because this is kind of a trek but it was really nice like walking on to rides like Indiana Jones 
and um, uh, what else did we walk on to? Um, oh, what's that Star Wars one? I don't know if it's, it's not Rise of the Resistance. It's Star Tours. We walked right onto that. Like, it was just really, really nice. And then anything else that we had to maybe wait for, it was less than 20 minutes. Like, you could have a couple conversations and be at the front of the line. So that was really, really fun. And it was just the right amount of time. Like, I used to be able to get up early, go to Disneyland, be there all day, all night, shut the park down, and then go home. But it's just way overdone. I think with a special event like this, with the limited ticketing and just having it open for like four or five hours, like that was the perfect amount of time for us. Cause you know, we're getting old and you know, it was, it was, it was just really nice. It was a really nice way to spend some time together. Blue had never been to Disneyland before. He's a Florida boy. So he's only really experienced Disney world, which, you know, one could argue is a little better than Disneyland, but you know, while we were making our drive up there, I just kept trying to argue my case like, okay, but Disneyland has California Adventure right across the way. And he was like, California Adventure? He thought I made it up. He thought I was like mistaking it for something else. He was like, we have something similar in Florida. I was like, no, 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 you don't. This is a completely separate thing from Disneyland. I mean, it's still Disney, obviously, but it's it's newer and it has like a California theme and vibe going on to it. Like, it's just so much better. I wish it was open that night too, but they did just kind of um, restrict the event to Disneyland, which is, which is fine. That just means Blue and I are going to have to go back so I can blow his mind with California Adventure because I personally think it's better than Disneyland. I feel like it's uh, not catered to like little toddlers and little kids as much. So I feel like the older kids and like teens are over there more often and the rides are not really geared for like little babies. So they don't really tend to spend too much time over there. Like the families, they head and stay right over at Disneyland. So that just makes the experience a little bit better in my opinion. So this was Thursday the 25th. Um, which marked the first day of my vacation. I did work that day, but I got off like midday afternoon um, to get ready for the event later. Um, and then I was just off for the next like week and change. So that Friday, I didn't really do too much, but Saturday was my actual birthday, the 27th, sweet 35. And I don't, I haven't done a whole lot, like thrown big parties or, you know, have like, go to fancy restaurants for dinner like and gather a bunch of people I, I stopped doing that a long time ago um and this year I wanted to do something a little different like I had a good old-fashioned birthday party at my grandma's house <laughs> with just a few people it was um like my mom my aunt my grandma my cousin uh Chris he came in from Vegas uh to come and spend my day with me which I I'm, I just love him that's that's my dog right there <laughs> um my cousin Carrie came through Blue was there and his youngest son came with him too so it was just like a nice it was just a nice night my mom cooked she made spaghetti and fried chicken and you know for my black listeners like is the combination of spaghetti and fried chicken, is that something that you guys are, like, is it normal for you or is that something you've never, ever had? Like a plate of like salad 
<laughs> spaghetti, homemade fried chicken, and like garlic bread. In your mind, does that seem weird? Or is that something you've had plenty of times? Because to me, it's normal. But Blue and his son were like, they've never had that combination before. But they are Haitian, so maybe that's just not something like Haitian people do. But I'll be interested. Tweet me or hit me up on Instagram, at Vodka Melonade, yay or nay on the spaghetti and fried chicken combo. Or not even yay or nay. Just have you heard of it? And then maybe tell me if you like it or not. And if you haven't, does the idea sound good or bad to you? Just let me know. I'd be curious. <laughs> so my mom, she cooks. She uh, had the table all set up with like the place place settings. And the theme was rose gold. And I had a big number three and a number five in the living room. And like balloons. She really went all out. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> She's been putting together parties for me since I was little and they've always had a theme so uh that, that that lady is good for a theme I'll tell you that and it was a lot of fun um we had like this huge humongous chocolate cake from Susie Cakes as we do and it was all just really really good and we had a good time we all just talked and laughed I opened up gifts. I was completely spoiled this year. I made a, a note in my iPhone and shared it with my family and shared it with Blue because what always happens is with anyone's birthday or Christmas, Mother's Day, whatever, my family, they'll just text individual people like, hey, what does so-and-so want? Hey, did, did they have they ever mentioned anything that they, they were interested in? Instead of just like asking the person directly, like none of us are kids anymore. You don't have to sneak around and surprise us with a Sega. Just ask us what we want and then just get it. It'll just make things a lot easier. I think I just kicked one of my cats. Sorry. So <laughs> I made a list of all the things I was, you know, hoping to get. Thing I I've been curating it for a while. So I shared it with them all, and it, it was just amongst them to just see who was gonna get what. And I'm happy to say I got a lot of the stuff on that list. I was very, very, very happy, and it I definitely felt like a little kid again. Like we all gathered in the living room, and I sat in the chair. I had a crown, and <laughs> I just opened up all my gifts, and it was just really, really fun. And then we ended the night. Uh, playing board games um, I had bought a new one um, called Hughes and Cues I don't know if you guys have heard of it but it's a very simple game but it got really intense <laughs> with me and my family because basically there's a board and there's all these little squares with different colors on it and it's sectioned off by like the greens and the blues the purples the reds yellows and oranges everything in between right there's these little cards you have to pull them you take turns you pull a card there's four colors on the card you can pick any one you want and you have to give everybody a description of the color without saying what the color is so you can't say light orange dark blue you have to say um the ocean let's say the ocean right now everyone has to in their own mind think of a color that they think closely matches the description of the ocean now the ocean can be a lot of different versions of blue and there's a lot of different blue squares on the board but you have to put your little guessing piece on the square you think matches the one I'm looking at 
based on my description of giving you ocean. So everybody's perception of color is different, but you get it's like a point system. So whoever lands on it obviously gets the most points. Whoever gets near it gets a couple of points and so on and so forth. The person who's giving the clue gets points. It's just really, it's very simple and it probably doesn't sound very fun, but we were really getting into it because you don't realize how nuanced shades of color can be until you play a game like that and then it's funny to see other people struggle with what you think is like a simple description of a color like I had like a purple color that to me was close to lilac and you know a couple of their heads are about to explode so <laughs> I'm like but to me when someone says lilac I can picture that very clearly in my head so it was a really really fun game and I can't wait actually to go over there and play it again I'm gonna see if I can um, get some more people to get on board with that because it was just so so fun so yeah I mean I went home and I relaxed and then the next day I had to pack because my mom, excuse me, my grandma and my aunt and I were about to fly to San Antonio. So we actually flew out to San Antonio the following Monday, which was the 29th, to visit uh, our Texas fam. It's my uncle, my aunt, and my two little cousins. And the plan was just for me to stay throughout the week and I was going to come back that Saturday. But I am currently in like interview mode for another situation at work. So I had to come back early on Thursday to handle a few interviews that kind of popped up while I was gone that I did not want to miss. So I had to leave early, but my aunt stayed a few extra days beyond that. And my grandma's actually still there. And I did have to leave on my grandma's birthday. Her, her birthday's on the 1st. Shout out to her, my fellow Aquarius queen. <laughs> um, so that sucked. But, you know, I did need to get home to handle some business. And hopefully it all pans out and works out for the best. But, um, yeah, that's how I spent, you know, that time off. It was it was nice. San Antonio is really chill. Texas is really chill. Um, it's funny, like your phone will definitely track you where you are because, you know, as I was like just chilling in the house and scrolling on my phone, um, stuff for San Antonio would pop up and a lot of properties were popping up on like my feed. So they were showing, I remember I was laying there and I was hanging out with my little cousin who's uh, 10, she's 10. And I was scrolling and I saw this posting for this like three bed, two bath townhouse for rent. And it was for rent for two, no, sorry. What am I talking about? For 900 and like 80 something dollars a month for a three bedroom, two bath townhouse with a garage. Okay. I saw it. I went, <gasps> and my cousin was like, what, what, what happened? And I was like, ah, I don't know if you'll understand the gravity of this. But this 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 townhouse in San Antonio is under a thousand dollars and it's like a mini house. I'm like, I'm paying, you know, two and a half times that now and for something a lot smaller back in L.A. She was like, oh, you should totally move to San Antonio. And I was like, oh, man, the property alone you know, would really pique my interest if I could somehow move my current position out there because the real estate goes crazy down there. And it's actually kind of depressing. Like I remember just putting my phone down and just taking a deep breath. Like 
it's just actually insane. And imagine if you had, you know, two roommates or something sharing that. That's like nothing. That is nothing. It's, oh God, it was so nice too. And it's a nice neighborhood, new construction. I was like, $900? $900? Even with utilities, you could, oh my God. Anyway, that <laughs> that was that was something to see. But it's always great to spend time with my Texas fam. Um, I, they, they're from here, but they, you know, moved out there to settle down, raise their kids. Um, but we don't see them as often as we used to. So it's always nice to get them down there. The priority one was getting my grandma down there, though. Um, that was the original, like, point <laughs> because she hadn't been there in a while. I know she missed her little grand, so, um, I put that together to get her down there. So I know I left early, but mission accomplished getting my grandma down there. I know she's having a great time. I do miss her though. So she comes back sometime this week. So, um, you know, the whole gang will be back together again. <laughs> So when I came back early, I had some interviews, obviously, but as far as job is concerned, like I really hit the ground running because uh, the first Monday back after I returned, I have switched office locations and without getting into too much detail, like now I don't go 15 minutes south anymore. I go what has been taking me like 45 minutes west now. And I, oh man, I keep telling myself it's all part of the plan. It's all part of like, you know, the necessary evils right now on the way towards like my end goal or at least my short term goal. So I'm trying to grin and bear it. But I was looking for like a change of environment because I was starting to get really burnt out where I was and I'm doing the same job it's literally just a different office so it's not a huge deal but that commute is no joke if you live in LA trying to get west of anywhere is a major pain in the ass and (laughs) it was it was it was really it kind of like you know gave me the old okie doke on Monday and Tuesday because it the traffic wasn't that bad it was raining crazy here in LA And usually that makes traffic worse, but it actually made it lighter. I guess people just weren't wanting to mess with the rain and they were staying home. I think some kids probably stay home because of the flooding. Um, But it was really um, misleading because, you know, for two days I'm thinking, oh, you know, this isn't going to be that bad. And then it really hit me like a ton of bricks once the rain lifted because it just is oh god it's it's I'm only going like 9 miles maybe but it takes like an hour going and coming and it's just I hate being in the car people out that way are just insane and it is making me long for the mornings and evenings where I could get to and from work in like 15 20 minutes with very predictable simple traffic Now it's a little more chaotic, but I really just kind of did a trade-off because my commute coming and going was simple, but it was hell during the work day, dealing with the people that were coming in, the workflow, the man, like the management things, like it was, it was a lot, but now I have (laughs) bought into going further in a more stressful kind of a commute. But once I'm in the office, it is worth it. I can't lie. 
like my stress is lifted as soon as I get out of my car. It's it's a more simple day. It's more of a team environment and it's 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 worth it until I get back in the car and I get on the road. So <laughs> it, it's a trade-off and I guess, you know, I rather have, you know, 9 hours of peace during my work day. And then just a couple hours maybe of just being in traffic versus the opposite. So it, it, it's fine. Again, this is just a stepping stone because I have other things going on. Other things that are working behind the scenes that are meant for me. I'm just waiting for them to present themselves. So it's all temporary anyway. But it is, I'd say, it's, it's 80% worth it. I guess like that's that's the mindset that I'm having so that's a big change that's been happening lately so turned 35 spent great time with uh, my loved ones with blue my family both here and out of state and yeah some workflow changes so I feel like I'm in a good place right now um you know 2024 is starting off on a great foot for me so I'm just looking forward to um what else it has in store and I'll definitely be keeping you guys posted (laughs) now I am recording this much later in the day than I usually do but I wanted to watch the Super Bowl halftime show didn't watch the game I literally before I started recording this had to google who won I guess the Chiefs won go Chiefs I only know you know a little bit about them because Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. Yes, I'm one of those people. Sorry, sue me. I am not a sports girl, but I am an usher girl. And I enjoy the halftime show. Did you guys? I mean, they always seem so short. They're over they're over so quickly. Um, but then I gotta remember this isn't like a full blown concert, right? I think he did a good job. He had a lot of people a lot of dancers, a lot of band members, just a lot of bodies around him. And I kind of feel like it took away from him a little bit. Like he was kind of getting lost in all of it. But like there was a lot of acrobatics and like it was just a lot going on. And I guess he brought a lot of his residency choreography and like stage presence to the field. And I think he did a great job overall. My only critique really is that he tried to cram a lot of songs into that short amount of time. So a lot of the, like some of my favorites, they only got a few seconds. Like he was only saying like one ver not even a verse, like one line, you know, one little snippet of a hook and then he'd go into something else. And I would have rather he did fewer songs for longer than such little bits and pieces of a bunch of different ones now I know he has a lot of hits so it's probably hard to pick and choose but I would have loved to see like the big the big songs like yeah you got it bad like just longer versions you know less chaotic you know keep it keep it tighter he does I don't think he needs all that but I think he, he did a great job I enjoy my boo because at first I <laughs> when Alicia Keys came out 
and they panned over to her and she was playing her own song i was starting to get mad because i was like what the hell is this but i forgot they did that song together my boo so i was like oh, okay but i'm like but why is she sitting here singing her song more off key than usual like can't they just get right into my boo like bringing that piano was so not worth it she sounded kind of bad but she looked stunning stunning and I love that song my boo is such a cute song and they looked great and you know I'm sure Swizz Beats was punching the air watching them because <laughs> they were getting real cozy but she looked amazing um I really enjoyed when he brought her out to play the guitar she I mean she plays no games when it comes to that guitar she's so cool she sounded amazing she's definitely a rock star for that and I was really impressed with the roller skating segments like people are doing backflips on those things usher sliding between people's legs like I'm like oh my god he brought Luda out now who else did he bring out? Oh, Jermaine Dupree and of course Lil John. And I haven't seen Lil John in a long time. And I was staring at him. I was like, why does Lil John look good? I guess he's like on a fitness journey now or something. Like, dang. Then he opened his mouth and I was like, oh God. But he looks pretty good. I was like, good for him. Good for him. But I don't know if it was just because like I wasn't there and I couldn't really hear. But it didn't seem like the audience was like clapping and yelling as they should when he kept bringing people out like they screamed a little bit for alicia keys but i feel like when her came out with that guitar they didn't really lose their minds when luda came out i was i stood up when luda popped up so it just didn't seem like they were like that excited so i'm wondering if like the people on who got to be on the field with him i'm like do they know who these people are? Like, do they know Alicia Keys? Like, do they realize, you know, I don't know. I'm just wondering, I don't know. I'm just kind of wondering where the excitement was. It just seemed, it just, they just seemed a little, like they were screaming and stuff, but it was like, that's Lil John. that's Luda. Like, this is like one of his biggest songs. Like, this is amazing right now. Like, you guys should be losing it, but I don't know maybe I just couldn't hear the audio because the music was pumped up but in any case overall I think it was pretty good I I know he's about to go on tour so it did pique my interest I think I would like to see him um you know in concert I think that would be awesome I've only seen him once and I was like in middle school maybe and I probably had no business being there, but my aunt took me. <laughs> and I remember him being really, really good. This was like when um, 8701, like around that time. So he didn't have like the whole discography like he does now. So it would be nice to see a concert um, with him doing more of his hits that he's accumulated since then. So, but I hear the tickets are like selling out. So. And I miss his residency, which sucks, but um, I'll figure it out. I'm sure TikTok won't let me down. I'm sure I'll see plenty of clips when he does actually go on tour. <laughs> now, you know, the Super Bowl brings, you know, all the uh, companies a games when it comes to advertising and they go ham with their commercials. Now, I saw this commercial with Beyonce and I swear to God, I thought it was AI. It was so weird seeing her talk and act 
and being like such a full length, full out commercial. It was for Verizon in case you missed it. And I thought it was fake. Like I was like, I have not heard her talk this much in like two decades. Okay. It, I just, it was insane. <laughs> it was insane. And she was being kind of silly and they got her back in some of her old costumes and they had her up in space and they like dropped her on the floor and it was like a lot. And then in the end of it all, so like basically the point of the commercial was, um, she was like shooting some kind of a music video and her handler, uh, she was talking to him and she was like, Oh, did I break, did I break Verizon yet? And he was like, Nope, not yet. Like, you know, she broke the internet when she dropped her, uh, self-titled album way back in the day, not way back, but back then so I guess it was like a play on that of her breaking the internet breaking Verizon so the guy was like nope so the commercials she just keeps trying to one-up herself to try to break Verizon and it doesn't work so at the end she's like all right well drop the new music and I'm like what so I rushed to Apple Music sure enough she has two songs out and they are country as hell which Beyonce is she's from Houston Texas and she is country and but these are like country all it needs is a banjo I think there's a banjo in there it's very very country it's pretty different she had one song on Lemonade um called oh my god daddy daddy oh my god what was it called daddy lessons (laughs) and that one was pretty pretty country as well um but these two are like on another level and it's so she's so cool because she was at the super bowl she had this cowboy hat on she looked like you know she was about to go um you know place first in a rodeo competition but like you know meets chanel and she looked amazing and she's just sitting there quietly just enjoying the football game just knowing that she's like on theme on brand on time for the drop she was about to do which she's just amazing for. I am not one of Blue's favorite music genres is country. And when we first met, you know, you try to give stuff a shot because you're like, oh, he's really cute. Like, you know. So since then, I've been like picking up little country stuff here and there and actually been able to appreciate it. Like he's 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 put me on to a couple of things. Um, so I think I'm open to country music. But these two songs are definitely going to have to grow on me. But she sounds great. I'm going to bump it in the car on the way, you know, to work tomorrow, especially because I'm going to need a distraction going in. But I'm going to give them an honest try over the next few days. But they're definitely different. And I don't know if this is like just a couple of singles. I'm hoping they're independent of her follow-up album to renaissance because i don't know if i can take a whole a whole entire country album um i used to think the worst album she could do is one with a collaboration with jay-z but i think this would be worse so we'll see what she does but i support her love her she's a queen but it was interesting because you know, she semi-broke the internet, you know, with the drop, sort of, you know, obviously, um, my feed caters to, you know, a lot of Beyonce stuff, because that's what I'm into, so I've been seeing people post about it and losing their minds, but I was seeing a lot of posts about her dropping music, and in the same breath, bashing Taylor Swift, 
So it was really annoying to see because I like both. Um, I'm I'm a proud Taylor Swift fan. You know, I know she's not everybody's cup of tea, but neither is Beyonce, honestly. So there's really no safe space. (laughs) But I always think it's so odd that people specifically pit them against each other. Like one really has nothing to do with the other. I think they're very smart. I think they put a lot of thought into their music and their individual artistry. And I think they have their own well-deserved fan bases. So it just gets really irritating when one does something and then you have fans from the other camp coming in to bash it and vice versa. And it's just, it's just so unnecessary. So this girl made a post and she really thought she was doing something. This black girl on TikTok, she was like, oh, I just think it's so funny how last week at the Grammys, uh, Taylor Swift really thought she ate by announcing her new album. And then Beyonce followed up the following week with new music. Like, ha ha ha. She thought she thought. And I was just like, and I commented and I said, I don't really know what one has to do with the other. I said, I think it's a really tired take to constantly bring up one whenever the other does something and then she blocked me (laughs) she freaking blocked me and I was like okay well you know I guess I there's a little truth there she didn't want to hear it or whatever I mean I didn't come out or bow I just really thought it was just I think it's just such a exhausting way to be there are plenty of artists that I don't really vibe with and I just accept like I'm not their demographic they're on the radio and they're getting played and they're at award shows for a reason they have fans somewhere they're just not in my house so and that's fine that's fine right but I don't interact with posts about them and I don't like entertain it because I'm I don't like them and I'm sure they're okay, like personally, but like their music and stuff, it's just not for me. And, you know, a lot of people say, I don't know why Taylor Swift is so famous. She can't sing. She can't do this. She's, she's white. She has no ass, like just whatever their issue is with her. And I get, you can have your opinion, but it's like, if you don't care for her, why are you constantly in discussions about her? Same with Beyonce. People think she's overrated. People think she can't really sing. You know, people constantly talk about all this surgery she probably has. Whatever, you know, but it's like, why does it concern you so, so much? Um, I'm not a fan of Ice Spice. I'm not a fan of like Sexy Red, Lotto. There's like a few people where I just, if I hear their music, I just change it. I skip it. Um you know, or I just don't pay much attention to it, but you're never going to find me under posts of them. Like, Oh, they're trash. So-and-so is better. They can never hold a camp. Like that just looks so dumb to me. If you love chocolate ice cream. Okay. You love it. Whenever you see it, you have to order it. It's always in your fridge. You just, you just love it. And you hate strawberry ice cream. You never order it. It just doesn't taste good to you. You don't understand how other people eat it. You don't think it can compare to chocolate ice cream. That's fine. But why would you, every time you get a bowl of chocolate ice cream to enjoy, 
with every bite, you're saying, oh, strawberry ice cream is awful. This could never be strawberry ice cream. I can't believe people eat strawberry ice cream. Look at this chocolate ice cream. Strawberry wishes it could be chocolate ice cream. What are you doing? You look freaking stupid. Just enjoy the chocolate ice cream. Strawberry ice cream is something you can easily avoid. Nobody is forcing it in your bowl, on your spoon, or in your mouth. So just keep it moving. It's just, you know, and they're different. And you're valid to feel that way. But unless someone's like force feeding it to you, well, why is it such the protest? I don't, I just, I just don't get it. And as a fan of both, each like t- Taylor and Beyonce, they're both on my feet a lot. So, but every time, you know, you look at the comments, it's like I'm on a Taylor video. You have Beyonce bees in her comments. You go to a Beyonce video, you have Taylor Swift, um, you know, fans coming in saying something. Now, I will say that the majority of the negative interactions I see come from the beehive. They really have a bug up their ass, a bee up their ass, if you will, <laughs> about attacking Taylor and having something to say. I I don't see it as often, but sometimes I see Taylor Swift fans saying negative things, but it's usually once they're provoked because I know the beehive can be a little insane and it's a little embarrassing being over here, but it's just the cross we bear to love her. But um, I just I just think it's stupid to pit any artists against each other because for every artist that you think is whack and untalented, you know, there's a hundred thousand million, however many fans that think the opposite. So just let people like what they like. It has no consequence to you. Beyonce putting out music <clears throat> isn't a slight or a competition with Taylor Swift announcing an album that she's putting out in April. You know, someone actually commented and said, oh, Taylor Swift is so boring. She announces her new albums the same way every single time like making a dig because Beyonce has been known to surprise drop albums or you know kind of drop them in a unique way like this she basically dropped new music through a Verizon ad which is cool but I don't think there's anything wrong with Taylor Swift accepting an award and then speaking directly to her fans at the show saying she's gonna you know have a new album out she has done it like that for a long time and she's consistent and it's to the point and it's her music she wrote it she can drop it how she wants I don't think it's good or bad how anybody drops new music nobody's gonna top <laughs> how Beyonce dropped the album Beyonce not even Beyonce can top that that was a unique once in a lifetime way she changed the recording industry with that so that's just what it is. So uh, I don't think anyone's thinking about another artist necessarily when they're making these decisions. Like they have their own world that they're, they have in rotation. So why as a fan are we pouring so much energy into that negative stuff? Well, I'm not, y'all are, but it's just an observation (laughs) I just think it's so strange and it's so funny how she blocked me I'm like girl anyway um yeah don't yuck people's yum musically you know food wise just let people 
do what they want to do. If it's not hurting anybody, especially yourself, just let it ride because you just look like a hater. And I don't know if I had it on my list of the outs for 2024. Being a stone cold hater is definitely out forever. Okay. Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.